the day life coaches replaced best friends. It's the year 2030, and in the Western world, turning to a coach for life's challenges is as common as one-hour drone delivery from Amazon. It's easy, it solves our problem, and we don't mind paying a little extra for the convenience. In fact, in 2030, we have more resources than ever, and nearly everyone has access to them. When we're hungry, we log on to our food delivery service. When we're sick, we call our health coach. When we're sad, we chat with an online therapist. When we're stressed, we plug into our meditation helmet. When our spouse is upset, we video chat with our marriage counselor. And when we're lonely, we talk to our artificially intelligent personal assistant that totally gets us. It's not that we don't have friends. We do. 7,825 of them, to be exact. And at any time, we can live stream our life and be connected with hundreds of people around the world. We have friends in 47 different countries. Who wouldn't want that? Loneliness, once considered an epidemic, has been rebranded. Instead of identifying ourselves as lonely, we now say we're serotonin deficient. And thanks to breakthrough in medicine, we've learned how to administer small doses of drugs so people can feel better with no risk of dependency, all without leaving the comfort of their home. After all, it's only a $49 a month subscription for the necessary supplements. Oh, then there's the hashtag love work movement, which has taken on the challenge of preventing suicide at work by helping foster closer relationships through after work gatherings, company-wide personal growth retreats, and the occasional office slumber party. Now you can get all your intimacy needs met by your company. We found a way to solve all of life's problems with a simple click. Yet for every problem we solve, two more arise. And we justify all those additional expenses by running the numbers. We hire a consultant for $2,000 a month that helps us earn an additional $5,000 a month in income. It costs $50 a day for our food delivery service. And our time is worth at least $100 an hour. So it makes sense for us to not spend our time shopping for and preparing food. Our meditation helmet costs $3,500, bucks, but it helps us get an extra hour of sleep each night, so it's worth it. We also run emotional numbers. In our moments of sadness, we could call our friends and risk looking bad, but we call our therapist and said, he gets us, he doesn't judge us, and he always makes us feel better. Plus, if he doesn't do what we want, we can fire him and hire a new one. When we need someone to talk to about our life, we call our life coach. She is so good at helping us vision into our future and plan to be happy once we've achieved all the things we want to do. She's like our on-call best friend. After all, she said that besides the 90 minutes a week we spend on the phone, her coaching is quote-unquote virtually unlimited and that we could email her or call her anytime we needed. Isn't that what best friends say to each other? Of course, we feel slightly guilty about this because she is a professional after all, but not like a doctor. They have working hours and we see them in offices. Life coaches aren't bound by those regulations. They can custom make coaching packages to each individual. Is it okay to blur the lines of the professional client relationship like this? Is it strange how much we look up to this person? How we spend so much of our time and energy pining for their love and approval? How we feel like they often know us better than our close friends? Maybe they do. After all, we tell them things we don't tell our friends. 
our fragilities, our struggles, our secret dreams. We wouldn't dare reveal ourselves like that to our friends. They might judge us or pity us or secretly be jealous. Come to think of it, life coaches do a great job of filling the role of best friend, aside from the fact that we have to pay for their time. But is that so bad? We can afford it. Actually, when you think about it, what would the perfect best friend look like? Helping us through hard times? Check. Encouraging our dreams and aspirations? Check. Tough love when we need it? Check. Wouldn't it just be easier to hire someone to do that instead? Friends aren't bound by any contracts or agreements, so they may not be there for us if we need them. Plus, friends always want things in return, and sometimes we don't have time to focus on anyone besides ourselves. We used to be different. We used to lean on people. We used to cry together. We used to share our misery instead of keeping it bottled up in our diaries. Our friends were imperfect, but so were we. And that's what made it all so great. We talked trash, we gave each other shit, we wrestled in the dirt together. We weren't so lonely, and as a result, we didn't need to seek fulfillment through achievement. Where did we go wrong? When did we start replacing our friends with professionals? When did we start taking an Uber to the airport instead of asking our friends for a ride? When did we stop opening up to strangers? When did we stop trusting people? When did we start playing it so safe? Life coaching and other similar industries aren't the problem. They are the temporary solution to a bigger problem. The bigger problem is that we're tribal animals who have lost our way. We're wandering the forest all alone, thinking our problem is we aren't empowered enough to survive by ourselves. We've accepted artificial forms of connection and forgot how much we need the real thing. We don't touch each other enough. We're afraid of admitting how lonely we are. So we convince ourselves that a self-help program will fix us. When the reality is, we simply can't do it alone. And no amount of individualistic striving will fill us up. Do you want to know what people really get out of landmark education and other self-development programs? I'll give you a hint. It's not transformation. It's not possibility. It's community. Like-minded people who gather regularly read the same books, and give long hugs. That's what we actually need. Regular gatherings, good conversation, and hugs. We need community, not transformation. The day life coaches replaced best friends has already happened. At least for some of us. It happened the moment we stopped opening up to our friends. It happened when we started thinking that we could get through life without a few bruises. It started when we believed the lie that we are the only person who could possibly feel depressed, sad, or insecure. It's not hopeless, but currently the path we're on is forcing us to get worse before we get better. I often worry about the spread of Western civilization. I worry that what we're exporting is not what people actually need, and that most people won't be able to say no to the new way of life. Then again, maybe our culture will come full circle. Like what has happened with food. Farm-to-table, homegrown meals prepared slowly with care is the most sought-after food in our culture, and for good reason. It's better, and we've all come to accept that. Maybe someday, after we've optimized our life to the point where we have a coach for everything, apps that meet all our needs, and an assistant to communicate with our friends, 
we might realize how far off course we've gotten. We might return to family dinners, neighborhood block parties, cuddling with friends, and the simple pleasures of life. Or we might not. This has been the day life coaches replaced best friends written in red by Dave Buddha. This is from the website buddhaism.com. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can also go check out the written version. If you're reading the written version uh, and listening to this podcast on the website or this audio, you should know this is also a podcast. So if you're into podcasts, you can go to the podcast app and subscribe. And uh, speaking of which, um, if you're enjoying this and you, you can either leave a rating review, that's cool, or maybe send me an email and just let me know what you think. Um, I really enjoy doing these audios. I'm a big audio guy myself. So um, this is the kind of thing I would want to see other people do. That's why I do it. Thanks for listening. I'll see you soon.